90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Oh, hey, you guys. How are you? I am amazeballs. <laughs> oh, you might want to have those looked at. <laughs> <laughs> Will do. Thank you, Sharon. <laughs> Thank you for bringing them up. <laughs> Off to another smashing start, you guys. How's your week going? Well, I had a birthday cake. Yes, you did. How many breaths did you have to take to blow out all those candles, Kel? You know what sucks is that I'm really bad at blowing out birthday cake candles. I don't understand. Because there's so many? Well, there is so many. Thanks, Sharon. Let's not tell the exact number, though. Um, (laughs) But I don't know. I always have epic fails when I try to blow out all the candles. And like this one, my better half knew better. So she only put three of them on. And I didn't. Smart. I got one. Come on. Aww. Well, I got one I got Kelly. one on breath one and then had to take breath two and three to get the remaining. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, I, maybe because you don't want to get any uh, spit on the beautiful cake that you got. Yeah. You, did you see the cake? Yeah. Adam, did you see the cake? I don't think I did. Yeah. So I posted it today. So my birthday was a couple of days ago uh, and it will be more than a couple of days ago by the time this show airs. But uh, can I just say something? Yes. Because I'm pretty sure I missed your birthday because I was convinced it was in April. Why Why did I think your birthday was in April? I don't know, April? Adam, because I'm a month. Because that's mine. Yeah, sure. Oh, April. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we left uh, last show. Normally, we would have said, hey, we got a birthday coming up, but we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so now we can stretch out the birthday vibes through this show for Kelly. That's right. Well, happy yeah. belated birthday. Thanks, Woo! Adam. All you have to remember, remember we had this discussion before that you're the 27th of February. Then I am. I'm on the 26th of March, and then Sharon's the 25th of April. So it's all like descending, ascending. Yeah, exactly. This does kind of ring a bell. I'll, I'll admit. <laughs> yeah, I would Especially like to point your out birthday. to our audience that Adam is the youngest person on the show and has problems remembering. Yes, <laughs> I am the worst with birthdays. Like honestly. I'm terrible, and I apologize to every birthday I will miss. Is that a boy thing, though? I feel like that's a boy thing. I feel boys are bad at remembering birthdays. I like that I will miss them, he said. Yes. I will miss them. Confident. Well, I'm, I'm the worst at booking things and, and then forgetting and then double booking the same evening because I forgot to write it down. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, I always just count on, on my friends to remind me, oh, you know, remember, tomorrow we're going this place, or, oh, remember, uh, this friend invited us for his birthday Saturday. And I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 sure. But I, I, there's no way I know. <laughs> like, I remember no. <laughs> saying yes to that, but, yeah, I'm not good at that. Should be That's working funny. on it. Um, yeah. Just before, Sharon, just because I wanted to answer this question for any of our audio listeners uh, and our visual listeners. So I, my cake was a helmet. Uh, my AT, it was a oh, replica nice. of my ATV helmet, so my four wheeling helmet. So if you'd like to see it, you can check out my Instagram at Kelly Alexander with two X's because uh, Nat and the team at uh, LaSalle Bakery here in Montreal absolutely killed it, and so um, very proud of this cake, and it was delicious. And so the whole thing is cake, right? The whole thing is cake and fondant, and but it, but you know too, I'm sure you both have had this before, where like you may have. Had, you know, somebody's birthday or maybe your own where the cake looks amazing, but then it tastes god-awful. Yeah. Because they've they've focused the, the attention on making it look cool, but then the taste is terrible. Um, yeah. LaSalle Bakery is absolutely stunning here. Like, they uh, – the flavor that Elaine chose for me was um, – one I hadn't had before, actually, from them. It oh, was cool. uh, Hershey's, like Hershey's chocolate. Oh. And so it was like vanilla and chocolate, you know, business going on. 
And uh, let me just say that I've basically eaten cake for the last three days. Like that has been <laughs> my breakfast. That has been my lunch. Um, I well, just you had can the... justify cake as a meal for sure because there's eggs in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cho- and chocolate is dairy. Yeah, so yeah. Anyways, so it was delicious. <laughs> and honestly, the thing like when you go check out the picture, uh, I'm sure this thing was like five pounds at least. It was heavy. Wow. It's a, it was a heavy cake. It's impressive looking, and I'm happy that it's impressive tasting. Yeah, thank I love you. how Adam. Have you noticed that she's speaking in past tense about how it tasted? Yeah, I know because she as an it indication all. that we're not getting any. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's okay. I'm not a big cake fan, so yeah, it's all good. I like cake, and I like cake the band. <laughs> See, I'm not a fan of either. No. Yep. I think I only know one song from Cake, and it's their cover of um, that uh, Gloria. I, I will, will survive. survive. Yeah. Well, I you prefer Gloria to, Gaynor's uh, version. Okay. Well, you should hear uh, "Short Skirt, Long Jacket." Okay. Oh, I think I've heard that. It's one. fun because the lyrics are clever and kind of not sarcastic, but probably more sardonic. Um, the the distance off the same album that "I Will Survive" is on. It's worth it. Okay. Give it a go. Maybe I know I Cake by the Ocean by DNCE. Thank you. That's a completely different yeah. Cakel experience. <laughs> Cakel. I think Rihanna <laughs> has a song that's uh, it's called Cake. No, it's called Birthday. Birthday Cake, I think. Uh, <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion cake, has a song cake, called... Cake, 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 Cake. It's really good. <laughs> ah, so difficult lyrics. Yeah. Megan Thee Stallion Com- and Dua complex. Lipa have a song called Sweetest Pie and... It's not really about the pie that you would think about. Like I don't think uh, uh, Rihanna's cake is about cake we're talking about either. Yeah. Don't wreck pie for me, please. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Okay, focus. What's on the show? Uh, (laughs) We're going to talk about uh, things that are the things they're supposed to be. Okay? Like cake and pie. Uh, We're also going to tell you where Snoop Dogg is looking to spend some time. You know, in an ideal world. And by ideal, I mean pretend. Um, We've got more details on another television show that's getting closer to coming through our streamwaves. Is that a thing? Uh, (laughs) We'll take it. We'll take it. Making stuff up as I go along. Kelly's trivia, of course, a 90s rewind that'll take us back to one moment in time in our favorite decade. And also that Madonna's place in the LGBT LGBTQ plus community is as strong as ever. So I figure we should start there. There's a lot of news coming out of uh, uh, some backwards principles that are going on in our um, with our some of the states that are friends to the south of us. We are in Canada. Um, and there's some I mean, completely uh, my opinion. And I think you guys would probably share the idea that uh, that, you know, banning books, um you know, banning conversations about uh, things like, what was another one I heard about? Um, kids under 11 aren't going to be taught about uh, menstruation. And I mean, nobody wants even to know about menstruation, really, on a conversational <laughs> level. Nobody, not even the ones that get it. But it's important to teach the kids that do get it what's going on. Yeah. You know, and not all kids get it at the same age. Anyways, there's certain sections of our uh, neighbors to the south of us that are trying to ban that information for a certain age group. It's ridiculous. So the idea then that um, 
Madonna says that the oppression of the LGBTQ plus is not only unacceptable and inhumane, it's creating an unsafe environment. It makes America a dangerous place for our most vulnerable citizens, especially trans women of color. So what is she doing to uh, to support that, Cal? Bringing a drag queen. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty incredible. I think that, too, mm-hmm. like the the most... I don't know, the most freeing thing we have is our freedom of expression. We are in a time in a section of the world where we all have a voice and we're allowed to use it. So to have some governmental body saying, no, you don't, is so backwards. It's so many decades ago mm-hmm. that it's hard to think that we would be in a place where that is even on the t- on the table as part of a conversation. And clearly Madonna feels the same way, which mm-hmm. is great. Mm-hmm. I find it appalling in the year 2023 that... Uh, anybody still has anything to say about anybody. Yeah. Like, if you're, if somebody's not hurting somebody, then let them live their life in whatever manner they choose. Like, it's not bothering you. It has nothing to do with you. So why are you making it something that it doesn't need to be? I'm just, I'm, I'm literally appalled. And I'm appalled yeah. that there's places that all three of us uh, would not be safe going to. Uh, that bothers me too because it, it like if you if you go in thinking you know that you're okay anywhere then you're taken off guard when someone you know launches mm-hmm. some hate speech at you. you're not prepared for it and it's crappy to think that anybody should have to go into situations prepared for it like mm-hmm. let people be yeah yeah i just read a story uh i follow this uh i guess she would be like a lesbian influencer for lack of a better word on instagram <laughs> and she just talked about how her and her wife went to uh i think it was some place i want to say mexico i think it's somewhere there uh she said that they had a great time but they were very aware of where they were going to make sure they could be okay and that they were very certain about if they ventured off and actually i think they decided not to venture off the property of the resort but that they were going to, if they did, if they had have chosen to do that, they would have very much acted like they were friends. And, right. And that's it. And she said that she was lucky in the fact that both her and her wife could come off as just friends uh, without suspicion, probably. And that's like terrible because why can't you be yourself, you know? But mm-hmm. she's like, we could have probably flown under the radar. Uh, but she's like, we know that there's other uh, couples that might not have had that opportunity. And so it's yeah. it's just, I don't know, it's stupid. In 2023, it's stupid. I agree. Life's too short, man. It sounds like a, a cliche, uh, but most cliches are rooted in some level of uh, of clarity. Life they is short. They all are, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and I'm really always is. like, what are you so afraid of? You know, that's like, because it's about you. you make, you're making it about you, but it, it's about fear, really. So it's like, oh, what yeah. are you, what's, like, what is this person doing that you're so afraid of? Yeah. Agreed. It's, it's lame. Yeah. Like, like branch out, man. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that kind of an ignorance is a tough one to battle because it's so, so old, you know, like it's been around for such a long time that people are almost more comfortable with that mm-hmm. than they are with going, hey, well, that's different. Let's try something different. Yeah. And I feel so bad for members of the LGBTQ plus community that live in wherever, whether it's a certain section of the, the our friends to the south or even some places here in Canada, even though I think for the most part we're more open minded. But but just knowing that in North America, there are places where you 
cannot be yourself, it will it will go badly for you. Like you might die. And it's not it's it's people that are policing themselves. So mm-hmm. they're taking it upon themselves to let you know that what you believe is wrong because that what they believe is supremely more right. It's it's ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Now the idea that Madonna is going to be in Nashville, which um is a place that uh in Tennessee there were uh, there's an anti-drag bill that restricts quote Adult cabaret performances, which includes, quote, topless dancers, go-go dancers, exotic dancers, and strippers, male or female impersonators as well. Uh, so that's why Madonna's bringing Bob the Drag Queen <laughs> with her on her tour. And yes, I they will be performing. Bob the Drag Queen. <laughs> Bob love the Drag Queen. Bob. Um, and what they'll do is that a portion of the proceeds from the Nashville show will go to uh, various organizations that support that community. Because... Just because you don't like it or you're trying to ban it doesn't mean that the community ceases to exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's important work. As usual, Madonna is taking on something yeah. uh, big in a in a fierce kind of way. P.S. Bob the Drag Queen, message. I think, is the best drag queen name I've heard. And there's been, you know, there's so many good <laughs> ones, right? Like, I'm sure if Adam quickly Googled them, he'd come up with all kinds of double entendres or whatever, right? Uh but just Bob the drag queen. It's like it's just like here it is. Here I am. Yep, <laughs> this is what I'm doing. Here's Bob. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I like that. I like it. Uh, I'm looking forward to Madonna's tour. It will stop in uh, our neck of the woods. I don't remember when. We've got a lot of concerts on our horizon August this year. Nineteenth. Thank you very much. Oh yes, you got your tickets before I'll be anybody. There. Yeah. Isn't that her? Uh, when's her birthday? Isn't it the the nineteenth or eighteenth? It's some, like. She is the, was it the 16th? It oh, is the 16th. There we go. And I think that when's Michael Jackson's is the 19th or 20th or something. Because hers is the 16th. Sean Penn's is the 17th. I remember that because they were married. And then Michael Jackson's was the 19th or 20th. The 29th, actually. Or the 29th. Mm. Or, or Catherine, that. Catherine Zeta-Jones and Michael Douglas are also born on the same day. Are they? Yes. So, uh, many years apart. Twenty-five, yes, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. September twenty-five would be the date. Also, happy belated birthday to the one and only Elton John. His birthday is the day before mine. And Mariah Carey, uh, March twenty-seventh. Too oh, yeah. many birthdays. Oh my yeah. god. And Lady Gaga, um, <laughs> Lady Gaga, March twenty-eighth. So there's lots of Aries uh, superstars. And Adam forgot them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, aren't you? Kelly, aren't you a Pisces? No. Well, you're failing on all levels tonight, Adam. (laughs) So you're Aries, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I, somebody actually asked me today, they're like, are you like, like a true Aries? I'm like, oh, just go read the list of characteristics and I tick them all off. So yeah. What's Aries in French? Um, Bélier. Oh, thank you. Actually, cool. what Not that anybody a... cares, but I, I I did want to know. So, my uh, my wife is an Aries. I'm a Taurus. Yep. And they have very similar slash stubborn qualities to them. Kelly, we know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and no offense to you, but what I say the difference between uh, me and Deb is that uh, she thinks she's right. <laughs> <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> That's the the level of confidence that the Taurus has. <laughs> Over the Aries. Right. And that is exactly how <laughs> trivia goes here at 90s now as well. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I think I know. Yeah. Kelly knows. Yeah. 
<laughs> 90s <laughs> now. Ch -ch -ch Trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. As per usual, start with the Bing art bong. and literature or something that's, uh, it's either usually art and literature or news and politics. Uh, those are the heady literature. ones. Literature. So we'll start with uh, that. And um, the question is, the Mild Mild West is a wall mural in Bristol, England that was created by which artist in 1999? Sharon. Go, Sharon. Cool Modi. <laughs> Oh, sorry. That's Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. <laughs> yeah. No. Not, not that guy. Um, Was it the Campbell guy? No. Like, you know, the one that did the Campbell soup? Oh. Andy Warhol? That's the one I'm looking for. <laughs> was that Andy Warhol? It is not. No. It oh. is. It is. He uh, died in the 80s. Banksy. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh, Banksy. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, I thought Warhol yeah. was a lot more... Uh, Alive? Closer to our time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought so. Oh. He's a lot more dead than you knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what year did he die, Sharon? Do you know? I want to say 84 or 8. Adam's on it. I'm on it. He died in uh, 87. I think it was in the middle. There you go. <laughs> uh, so this now falls under hobbies, toys, and games. And I'll be Ooh. very, very impressed if any of you get it. Although Adam, again, was a four-year-old at this juncture, probably. Um, very impressed if any of us get it. Yeah. This is clearly an indication that you pick questions yeah. you don't want us to get. Well, I, pick, I know, right? <laughs> I pick questions from the cards is what I do. Um, oh, okay. Which collectible 90s toy had kids flicking plastic molded monsters at each other? Sharon. Sharon. Go ahead. Pog. Didn't you say that for another time? <laughs> like This no. was closer to the description of what I remember a pog okay, okay. being. No. Nope. Pogs. No. No. Go at them. So what are they doing with that so toy? So the kids are flicking <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, plastic molded monsters at each other. And for our audio listeners, I was doing a flicking motion. It really mm. helped. You're welcome. <laughs> the visual aid yeah. really next leveled this whole experience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, were they miniature Furbies or something? Nope. Go-Go's Crazy Bones. What is that? Never heard of it in my life. <laughs> Imagine that. They've created a toy that you are encouraged to throw at your brother, your yeah. sister, your friend. Get a handful. Whip yeah. it at him. Sharon, do you remember this toy that came out? You would have been like, I don't think playing with it. Although I think it was cool enough that you would have been like, oh, let me try. So I mm -hmm. would have been maybe like... 12 so early mm -hmm. 90s yeah and uh it was so it looked like um a planet uh where it's like it was this round ball that had this plastic uh thing around it like it literally looked like saturn or whatever and you yeah. put your feet on it and so the ball oh, was yes. you, you wrapped your feet around this ball and then you would jump like a pogo thing yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one for Easter, I think, and I pl I killed that thing. It was so much fun, and you and who knew you're getting all this cardio exercise like in there? But I forget what they were called, but they literally were like the coolest rage for like a year, maybe. Do you think you could do it as an adult? I think so. I don't know if I could uh, could go on as long, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what she said. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although somebody said it in karate class last night, they're like, they're like, "Happy birthday, Kelly!" Like, uh, you know, we're another year older. I'm like, listen here, I'll still kick your. Ass. So, 
<laughs> nice one. Um, one toy I remember, especially I gave to my nephew one Christmas, was uh, uh, Bop It. Oh, yes. Mm. I love that one. Mm. I love I've never one. played. I've seen people play, but... It's addictive and competitive. <laughs> you I buy would be so kid good and you're at like, it. Let me have my turn. You can play with it later. <laughs> 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 it is really fun, though. Yep. She said, looking like a junkie. <laughs> it is fun, though. What are the three words? It's like bop it, push it, and pull oh, it. Pull Twist it. it. There you go. Flick it. Oh. <laughs> and then if you get it all wrong, you throw it. <laughs> yep. Bop yeah, it. That's another option. Flick it. Twist, Twist it. it. And the whole group, you're with people. Everybody's like, you're doing it. You're getting it. It's great. And then, yeah, you get frustrated and yep. throw you it across lose. the room. <laughs> Family fun. Uh, all right, we put the toys away. Yep, yep. And back to serious business, which is uh, this show. Uh, and that Snoop Dogg is hoping to make some travel plans to a place that you might not expect. This really floored me, but then didn't all at the same time. Coronation Street. Yeah. <laughs> I think if any place needed Snoop Dogg, it is Coronation Street. Yep. Does your better half watch this show? Uh, we used to be on a kick several years ago, and then we stopped because we, we were like watching it way too much, and so we've backed off. Because it's on every day. Yeah, it's on every day, and you get right. It's I'm mostly addicted by the theme song. Do you have that problem? Like I love the theme song. Yeah. I think it's because I like big band music, so that's why I really like that theme song, and it makes me feel nostalgic. Nostalgic for when I was like maybe eight or nine years old, and it I used to watch it when I was a kid. So. I like the idea that it's, isn't it the longest running soap? I think so. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that there's such history. I love that the queen visited the set mm -hmm. uh, within the last couple of years of her life. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's crazy. Um, but I do not like at all how uh, some of the storylines are so real. Like, too too real you know like i want to watch a soap opera and i wanted to have some fun and maybe a bit of fluff to it but when it gets into like you know uh sex trafficking or uh you know blackmail uh, of a senior citizen or you know brainwashing of a woman by an abusive husband like it's really really real mm -hmm. and i'm like and deb watches it i'm like i can't like i, I just cannot yeah i think that's it's why it's much. been on for however many years is because it's so relatable I guess, yeah. but and I, I guess it's Im important to educate people that these dark things happen in the world. Mm -hmm. I just don't like it. Yeah, I know. Because, for example, it was just the 50th uh, anniversary of The Young and the Restless. Funny mm -hmm. enough, on my birthday. Uh, it, and so because cool. it aired it aired on, I guess it was 1973. Yeah, that's it. And so uh, they did a whole huge thing on it, which was amazing. Uh, and it's amazing to think that soap has been around for 50 years. But like when you watch, like I still tape it every day and I watch it when I work out. And what I love about that soap is yeah, it's so, it's it's obviously based around rich people. So there's that element to it already where you know like that could never be me. But then mm -hmm. it's also, there is like, they. I remember once having one of the actors um, on the show that I produced in Toronto because they did a whole breast cancer storyline. And it was mm. so, and I think that's what soaps are good about is like they often bring to the forefront things that might not have been dealt with yet. 
And when she did this storyline years ago, uh, it was so real because so many uh, women were like, oh, my God, I understand this. I went through this or my aunt went through this or my grandma. So I think soaps really in the past were about pushing forward things that you might not have seen on nighttime TV at the time. Right. And it's funny that that's the thing that uh, that Snoop Dogg likes about Corey, as it's known to its fans. Uh, he says the reality. He loves the cinematography, the acting, the storyline, but just the reality. And he says he'd like to be a part of it because they've been a part of his culture, which is interesting. Um, he also expressed his uh, his affinity and respect for the Queen, who he says spoke up for him when he uh, might have been banned from going to the UK back in the day during those murder charges, those pesky murder charges. Uh, he was acquitted on those charges or acquitted of those charges. So as a result, he says that he's had an impact on their culture just as theirs has affected him. So he'd yep. like to visit the the set or maybe, you know, whatever they could write for him. He says he's down. I'm in. I would, and he also <laughs> said that Prince Harry and Prince William were fans, right? So that's Yeah, which cool. is likely what contributed to the Queen being... You know, speaking on his behalf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty wild. Pretty wild that Snoop Dogg is the the uh, cultural icon, mm-hmm. not just a musical icon, but that he's this reference point. Would you have ever thought, like going back to 1993, let's say, mm-hmm. <laughs> that Snoop Dogg would have been... Yeah, no. The, you know, the bridge to whatever sort of social peace like this. Well, just him and Martha Stewart, right? that <laughs> in a million years you would have never thought those two would hook up to do a show and it happened and it works and it works but that's where, and, and they're a great example of you don't have to have the same backgrounds or the same futures or the same whatever to, to get along yeah we can all get along and i love how he uh yeah like bridges the gap to so many different cultures yeah like everybody loves snoop it's true. He also has the best the best tra- uh, track suits on the planet, by the way. Yeah. He is living his best retirement outfitted yeah. life. <laughs> and he's been doing been it since he was like 20. The whole time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's ready in his velveteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crushed velour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, we talked about uh, a television show that's coming back, and we've been talking about it for a while, actually, but Frasier... Mm-hmm is uh, going to be streaming on, is it Paramount Plus? Paramount Plus, but the big news in that article, did you see the big news in that article? Which part of the big news? Well, about about who's joining A him on this someone? show. someone? Yes. Because th- that was like the best part, because we knew it was coming, whatever, but then when they announced this news, I was like over the moon. And I think this is a very important element, because they talked about how uh, there's a character named Freddie, who I think they referred to as Frederick mm-hmm. when he was the baby. So that's Frazier's son. There will be a nephew, an old friend from college. But uh, ultimately, it's the great news about B.B. Newirth coming back as Lilith. Yeah. Yay! It's so... She's so... Because I, I recently started watching this show um, uh, about Julia Child, like on... I think it's on Netflix, and it's with... Isn't uh, it great? It's so good. And she's on that show. And, yes, she is. And yes, I right. didn't know this. It. The show's been out for a year, by the way, so I'm super behind. I realize this. But she, I just, it just reinforced how amazing she is. And then I got the news about her going to Frasier. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm so excited to see her on this show. And I cannot wait to have her back because she killed Lilith. Like, she oh, yeah. killed it as Lilith. So, so uptight. Yeah, that tight bun that she had in her hair. Like, just... It's amazing. There's a channel here that uh, that gives us old television shows that we've been watching lately, and Cheers is on every day. Okay. And 
her character on Cheers pre, uh, like the introduction to Frasier would have been on Cheers. But the when they first got together, they were so like similar and didn't have any sort of like click to them, right? Mm-hmm. But then he sort of looked away for a second and she took her hair down and then he was like, oh. <laughs> and it was that moment of her sort of becoming less rigid yeah. that he was like, there it is, you know? <laughs> so I think it'll be cool to see how the uh, characters have uh, have grown. It's amazing, too, if you think back to Cheers, how many strong women they had on that show. And it all worked, yeah. right? Like, yep. it just, like, right from Diane, you know, uh, Shelley oh, Long. Yeah. And then... Uh, you know, move, why? Uh, why am I forgetting her name now? Chris, Chris, uh, Kirstie Alley, Kirstie Alley, and Rhea yep. Perlman staying on the whole time, and then, yeah. and then BB Newworth. Like it was, it was sick. Uh, interestingly, on this channel is also Dynasty. Did we talk about that last week, Mm-mm. or have we talked I don't about? Think it? We did. I find it like it's scarring <laughs> because it's not good. Yeah, uh, it's early eighties. And now it's on every day. So it's not intended to be watched in a binge fashion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it really highlights how not good a lot of the elements of the show were. And no offense to anybody. It was 1981. I get it. Yeah. But if I may just impart a, a memory from a scene from <laughs> Alexis Carrington, who is uh, having uh, sex with uh, Cecil Colby in an awkward and way too long sex scene. Uh and awful music playing underneath. It was sloppy and like, what's happening? Uh, and then he starts having chest pain and he's, she's on top of him. Again, I mean, you just see their heads right yeah. at that point. And they says, oh, I can't breathe. And she starts smacking his face back and forth. Cecil, don't you die on me. It was alarming <laughs> the exact opposite of sexy i'm like that's gonna you're gonna you're gonna kill him <laughs> you think you're saving him but legit more than a few times was the back end forehand <laughs> smacking don't you die on me it was awful and i needed to get that out of my system <laughs> you know who's gonna love that reenactment rachel who rachel <laughs> It Rachel. was brutal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Caroline will also enjoy that, as will Shane. Shane can tell you Shane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And scene. And scene. Yeah. <laughs> now I can't get that out of my head, so thanks, Shane. Oh, my gosh. It's so, it's like I've been telling people, like, how bad it is, and someone finally said, yeah. and you're still watching? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think I told you guys before, I used to love Dukes of Hazard as a kid. Like, I just... Loved it, and I would like to preface that as a child, I did not understand the Confederate flag, so I just oh yes, so I didn't know, so I apologize now in advance. But I love the show, and uh, when I was in, uh, in college uh, no university, it came back on, like you said, in one of those repeat kind of shows. And I actually watched one or two episodes, and I turned it off because a I knew better at this point what the flag meant, and right, then yes. also um, I couldn't believe how bad it was and so Mm. i wanted to leave my childhood memories intact of when i was just in love with tom wopat so that was like it's true yeah i had a picture of john schneider schneider on my uh desk when i was like 12 yeah and you know what's funny is you were either 
a Beau fan or a Luke fan, and I was in love with the dark-haired boy, Mr. Tom Wopat, so, yeah. <laughs> and once I was so, like, I was so in love with him, I remember, like, touching the TV screen, because I was pretty little, and I just thought he was so cool, and then my mom was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I cried because gay. I said to her, I'm like, I'm going to meet him one day. And she's like, no. <laughs> Did you? I have not, but I should actually, now that I have my own show, I should probably try to reach out and reach see out. If I could get him on the big show. Although I think there was some, uh, anyway, some controversy. So I'm not sure we'll do that. But oh. anyways. Controversy about. Uh... I think if Adam was to Google that, I feel that there was some, some Tom Wopat controversy a few years back. So I might be wrong, so that's why I'll say allegedly, because I'm not sure. I, allegedly. allegedly. I wish there was there some was... Um, portmanteau for uh, for that, for a Wopat controversy, a yeah. Wopaversary, yeah. you know? Was there any controversy, Adam? Mm, he pleaded guilty to annoying women. There we is are. the title here. What? <laughs> what the heck does that mean? Um... <laughs> Okay, he pleaded guilty to two counts of annoying and accosting a person of the opposite sex and was sentenced to one year of probation. Wow. I thought there was a something. Clearly. Maybe it's so good that annoying two, women. There Maybe were two females cast in a, in a theater musical he did. And that was in 2018. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, she knew something, eh, Kel? Yeah, exactly. Mommy Alexander spared you. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't <laughs> her just crushing my dream. He was accused of he was accused of other things that he was arraigned of, but still. Yeah. Wow. He was on a show too, like like I think maybe the year or two before that. Like he was on a primetime show. I can't remember what it was, but I remember thinking at the time, oh, that's cool. Uh to have to see him back like doing and he was on um he was on Broadway for a long time, I think, too, in Any Get Your Gun, I think it was. Well, I wow, think you, that's... You really know your Tom Wopat. <laughs> Sharon, I was in love. Yeah. Which is so funny, knowing where I'm at today, not in that community or batting for that team, but uh, loved him. Yeah. Your commitment to any relationship, Kelly, is, yeah. <laughs> is, is nice, because you're all in. Yeah, Yeah, I was all in at the time of being... I think I was seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Ready for your it's rewind funny. anytime you are. You're ready? Yeah, okay. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> let's yep. get to it. Uh, it's What's interesting about the uh, handful of songs we'll talk about today that takes us back to around this time in 1992 is that there's three subjective statements and a couple of directives for our 90s rewind today. Subjectively, is it, did we discuss this last week? It's Shawnee's. Shawnee's. Shawnee's and I Love Your Smile. Yep. I love that song. Yep. Um, right Said Fred and I'm Too Sexy. Oh, they were too sexy. They were too. too sexy. Pull my, mm. too Isn't sexy, that the song my, that mm. Beyonce just sampled in Renaissance? Was it was a Right Said Fred track? Did she? I think so. Maybe. I don't know. I'm making out of Google a lot today. <laughs> Googly googly. Yeah. One more subjective reference, though, comes from a band that uh, when you think of the, uh, the our favorite decade, not that they didn't belong, because they certainly did, but it's it also proved their their staying power because, you know, they started late 60s, early 70s, uh, had like a progressive rock journey through that decade 
into the 80s and certainly with Genesis and I Can't Dance from around this time in 1992. Love it. Uh, makes makes sense because that's the 90s, man. Uh, the directive tune that came and actually at this time was topping the charts came from Vanessa Williams and Save the Best for Last. Because sometimes the snow falls down in June. It comes down in June. <laughs> mm. And we don't want that. <laughs> we just don't. Uh, we like the song. We don't want your weather systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the final directive to wrap up uh, your 90s rewind is make it happen with Mariah Carey, of the course. The birthday girl. And, ha- and happy birthday to her. Yeah. 53. Yay. Wow. Yeah. Um, I've so got ha- some updates. Uh, just before we move along, I've got some updates on uh, Right Set Fred. Yes, sir. Yes. So they're claiming Beyonce sampled uh, um, I'm Too Sexy, but um, I don't think that's... Uh, Beyonce addresses erroneous sampling rumors. Huh. Oh, okay. Got it. Oh, you know what it was? It was uh, Robin S's Show Me Love that... That she definitely did, and that's yeah, well that known. she did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Um, before we wrap up, uh, a listener question. Listener question. Ooh, yes. So the que- go ahead, the, caller. The question is, um, uh, which you know artist from the '90s that you know is having a heyday in the '90s? Would you like to go out for dinner with? Oh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Huh. There are a lot. Mm-hmm. This is a tough one. In the 90s, like, it could be... I'm going to go with Madonna. Okay. Because she was having fun on yeah. in the 90s. Mm. I feel you'd have a good conversation with Madonna, Sharon. I think we'd be oot and a boot. Yeah. We'd be on the dance floor dancing to old school jams. Yeah, yeah. We'd uh, be out for dinner somewhere nice. It would just be go, 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 and suddenly, you know, we'd go out on a Thursday night, let's say, and suddenly it would be Sunday. Would you do those upside-down Sambuca shots like you talked about in last week's episode? Uh, Kelly, I don't mean to correct you, but... Upside down flaming right. Sambuca shots. Right. Wow. Got it. Fire from your mouth. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Things you didn't tell your mother when you got home. Yeah. What you do know what's you do funny tonight? Is, uh, I remember when Rosie O'Donnell <laughs> said in an interview once that she knew her and Madonna would be friends and then like yeah. that they would be good friends and then she like manifested it because they are and remain mm-hmm. friends. So I think that's cool. Adam, do you have I your like answer? That. I don't, because I don't have anything better than Madonna, but I, want, I don't want to say Madonna, because, you know. That well, you be... could. I mean, it would be two separate weekends. Well, yeah. it's, it's, it just, it's hard to, <laughs> yeah. No, we could you just could have all hang own. out together. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I can find a better answer. Okay. I can't. How about Un- you, Kel? Unsurprisingly, I'm not allowed to choose Janet, so I You're won't. not allowed to choose Janet? No, because everybody knows that that's who it would be. So for sure, Janet, obviously, but um, I think I would love to, uh, I would love, A, to have dinner with Mariah Carey. Yes. Yeah, she'd be cool. We could make it happen together. And then, um, and then just to, like, just to fulfill the Kelly dance kid, I would love to have, like, a girl's dinner with uh, Crystal Waters and Cece Peniston and Robin S. and Martha Wash. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be a fun dinner. I'd also like to have uh, dinner with George Michael. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Because I think, you know, if we could get him in the 90s and and just let him know that things are good and he's good, maybe things would be different. Yeah. Mm. If there's anyone who could have righted the ship, Sharon, it would be you. Cal? That's nice. It's true, though, because we just before we started talking uh, or recording, and I'll say this, uh, Sharon gave me the best you're turning 30 speech. 
uh, when I turned 30, not that long ago. She was <laughs> turning 40 and I gave her my 30 speech. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And like Sharon definitely changed uh, my outlook on it and then I think helped manifest that it went well. And wow. so, so, yeah, so that's why Sharon is known, AKA, as Kelly's life coach, the life coach <laughs> I didn't know I needed uh, and or wanted, but got it. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Unwanted yeah. advice. Yeah. <laughs> right here. From the Taurus. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyways, that's um, enough for me. Have a good, have a good week. Yes. Uh, thanks, everybody, for, uh, for being a part of our conversation <laughs> and for, uh, Floating questions. Those are thinker questions, man, because we can answer something as we did and then think, but I also want this. Yeah. And that's the fun part about, uh, I think, about those those scenarios that there are rules, but are there really rules? No, we get to keep answering. So uh, keep them coming. Find us on socials. We'd appreciate that. Uh, and thanks to Kel for uh, combing through those things um, and bringing us the fun stuff for the show. And wherever it is that you find us, whether it's visual or um, or audio, we appreciate you very much. Thank you for listening to 90s Now. Still happening.